Section 91 of The Toilers of the Sea by Victor Hugo. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. Chapter 2 The Leather Trunk. St. Sampson was on foot at daybreak, and St. Pierre-Port began to arrive. The resurrection of the Durand created in the island a commotion comparable with that made in the south of France by La Salette. A crowd had assembled on the quay to stare at the smokestack projecting from the paunch. They would have liked to see and touch the machinery a little, but Lethierry, after having made a fresh and triumphant inspection by daylight of the engine, had stationed two sailors in the boat with orders to prevent all approach. Moreover, the smokestack was enough to look at. The crowd marveled. Nothing was talked about but Gilliatt. His surname of the crafty was commented upon and accepted. Admiration was given to ending in this phrase, It is not always agreeable to have in the island people capable of doing things like that. From the outside, Mesliatéry could be seen seated at his table in front of his window, writing, one eye on his paper, the other on the engine. He was so absorbed that he only interrupted himself once to call Douce and inquire after Deruchette. Douce replied, Mademoiselle has risen and has gone out. Mesliatéry had said, She does well to take the air. She was rather ill last night because of the heat. There were a great many people in the room, and then the surprise, the joy, and the windows were shut besides. She is going to have a fine husband. And he began to write again. He had already signed and sealed two letters addressed to the most notable timber merchants of Bremen. He was just completing the sealing of the third. The sound of a wheel on the key made him raise his head. He leaned out and saw a boy pushing a wheelbarrow out of the path which led to the Bue de la Rue. This boy was going in the direction of Saint-Pierre-Port. In the wheelbarrow there was a yellow leather trunk studied with pewter and copper nails in patterns. Mesliatéry hailed the boy. "'Where are you going, boy?' The lad halted and replied, "'To the Cashmere?' "'What for?' "'To carry this trunk?' "'Well, you shall carry these three letters also.' Mesliatéry opened the drawer of his table, took out a bit of cord, tied crosswire into one packet, the three letters, which he had just written, and tossed the package to the boy, who caught it in both hands. "'You will say to the captain of the Kashmir that it was I who wrote them, and that he is to take good care of them. They are for Germany, Bremen via London.' "'I shall not speak with the captain, Miss Letterie.' "'Why?' "'The Kashmir is not lying at the quay. Ah, she is in the roads. Quite right, uh, because of the sea.' I can only speak to the skipper of the small boat. You will put my letters in his care. Yes, Miss Lethierry. And uh, what hour does the Kashmir sail? At twelve o'clock. At noon today. The tide rises. She has the tide against her. But she has the wind with her. Boy, said Miss Lethierry, pointing his forefinger at the smokestack of his engine, do you see that? That laughs at wind and tide. The boy put the letters in his pocket, seized the handles of the wheelbarrow once more, and resumed his way towards the town. 
Miss Lettery shouted, Douce! Grasse! Grasse opened the door a little way. What's wanted, miss? Come in and wait. Miss Lettery took a sheet of paper and began to write. If Grasse, as she stood behind him, had been curious and had leaned over his shoulder while he was writing, this is what she might have read. I have written to Bremen for timber. I have appointments all day with carpenters for the estimates. The rebuilding will proceed rapidly. Do you, on your side, go to the dean and get the license? I wish the marriage to take place as soon as possible. It would be better to have it immediately. I am busy with the Durande. Do you busy yourself with Deruchette? He dated and signed it Lettieri. He did not take the trouble to seal the note, but simply folded it in four and handed it to Grasse. Carry this to Gilliatt. To the but de la rue? To the but de la rue. End of chapter two. The leather trunk.